Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, everybody. John Cena here, and welcome to season two, episode one of Funk Quest. And we begin our long and arduous quest to find the champion Funkster of season two. And I have two astoundingly good-looking Funksters with me uh, today. And first up is Michael Barnes. So, Michael, tell me who you are, where you're from. Hey, I am Michael Barnes. I am the founder of Awakened Innovations, and I am from Cincinnati, Ohio. Excellent. And uh, Kevin Douglas Wright, tell us who you are, where you're from. Uh, yes, my name is Kevin Douglas Wright. I'm originally from New Jersey, but currently been living in South Florida for about 18-plus years. And I'm an independent film producer, uh, director, and writer. Fantastic. All right. So a bit of housekeeping before we uh, get going. These guys are going to make it look reasonably easy. Uh, it's difficult. This is harder than it looks. If you think you are funky enough, uh, send me a tweet at John Senior one uh, get ready to vote. If you've not been on, if you've not listened to FunQuest before, you'll kind of figure it out. But in about 10 or 12 minutes time, you'll need to get a piece of paper and a pencil so you can vote for one of these guys to go through to the next round. Uh, and if you think, well, I don't know, I've got a better answer than that, then join in with hashtag uh, FunQuest. So with that said, you'll kind of figure it out from now from now on and it's an all new all shiny new board for season two and generally speaking it's an advantage to go second so because michael's going on before i'm going to give kevin the the kind of the slight advantage of going second so michael you get to go first you can't quite tell let's do are those leaves or fruit on the top right basket i think it's a bowl of fruit how many times a year do you have a declutter it's a declutter. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask the same thing, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Is that where you clean up your house or, or what is it? I don't know. Do you find your head gets full if you don't? Okay. Obviously, I, I need to declutter more often. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, honestly, I try to try to do it multiple times a day. So I stop occasionally when things start going fast and put everything out on paper into a list. Uh, that's the way that I do it. And so in a year, uh, I'm going to do it a thousand times. Um, but it is definitely important because, you know, a lot of us, our, our minds start whizzing, whirling. Uh, my mind used to, I called it the death spiral. It would grab on in negatives and, and go down. Now I try to have it go positive and uh, yeah. come up with new ideas. 
my trouble with the the bit of paper thing is in knee deep in lists and bits of paper and stuff like that. Electronic. I actually do it as emails to myself. That's good. <laughs> right, Kevin, you got the same question, which was the fruit and how many times a year do you have a declutter? Um, declutter. When I hear the word declutter, it just makes me think of like a you know my office space or something like that. Um, so for this year, I wanted to do it at least maybe twice a year. Mm -hmm. So I haven't done it yet for two, uh, for 2020, but what I would do is, you know, just kind of set my timer on my, my cell phone for 30 minutes or 35 minutes and really just go at it, just getting rid of papers, stuff, stuff that I might have to shred. If I don't have to shred it, just trash it and really just try to just get rid of stuff that's probably been last year 2019 <laughs> staring at me waiting for me to do something to it if it's in if it's in your eye shot yeah then it must it takes up headspace yeah yeah because you still see it every day you still see it every day you know and you yeah. you might try to ignore it but it's still sitting there looking at you. Hello, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> good good stuff uh remember yeah. by the way listeners we are looking for insights things that we didn't know that we know now by listening to these guys who don't know each other and don't know me so that's what we're after insight so that will be something you should base your uh vote on who went first that time it was michael so this time it's kevin to go first all right so question two i'll go with the that old looks like a polaroid camera camera yeah what do you bring with you or take with you everywhere you go I would say most of the time it's a little uh, a notebook, like a, a spiral notebook, like those college notebooks or high school notebooks on you. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know you can do it on your phone or if you if you carry like a little uh, tablet or something like that. But for some reason, sometimes I like to just still write regular notes on a piece of paper, you know, where, where I can come back and look at it. Uh, so I would say... Uh, uh, notebook. Yeah, notebook. Somebody once said to me that a notebook should be like a man's handbag. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I agree with that. Sharp. Yeah. Which one do you write with? Pencil? I notebook. usually go with a uh, pen. I usually go with a pen. Pen. Uh, what was it? It was that. Michael, you got the same question. What do you bring with you or take with you where you go? Yeah, well, you know, sort of the simple answer would be <clears throat> my phone, of course, but. Um, it, in reality, um, what I like to bring with me is uh, positivity and solutions. So as you know, it's all about finding solutions. And mm -hmm. so I, I like to have a can-do attitude, talk about um, what's going on, and not talk about the problems, but the solutions. So what can we do to fix whatever whatever it is. So whether it's my thing or your thing, how do we move forward? That's the, the real question. That's really what I like to bring with me everywhere I go is innovative thinking, solutions, mm -hmm. positive. That's interesting. It picked a non, first of all, picked a non-tangible item. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think that's part of the innovation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, it, it, you know, if you, if you go, oh, I'm going to bring a phone. Well, okay. Well, we're just going down the rabbit hole of phones and apps and all that. <laughs> stuff. Right. Oh, and next question. Uh, question three. Oh, is it uh, Michael to go first? 
Yep. Yeah, let's do, uh, I, think that's, I think that's the Great Wall of China. It is, correct. What's the worst thing you've ever eaten out of politeness? Wow. <laughs> that's a good one. Very good. Wow. Um, that's a great question. And uh, I'm not sure. The reality is I, I like almost everything that I eat. And if I don't, I tend to find a way not to eat. <laughs> <laughs> is it is eating out of politeness is that is that gone you think well maybe yeah i i mean i think to many uh, to a great extent you know and unless you're sitting there and the the person who cooked it for you is right in front of you then <laughs> so i learned at a you know when you're out at a restaurant you take a bite of something you don't like it then wipe your mouth and oddly enough your mouth is <laughs> It is yeah. empty and you're done. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so uh, I try not to. Well, <laughs> one thing that I noticed is that is that um, a lot of these healthy eating things didn't exist 20 years ago. Now they do, which is odd. Yeah. All these yeah. special diet things. Uh, Kevin, you got the same question. What's the worst thing that you've eaten out of politeness? Um, out of politeness. I can't actually remember the name of the dish. But it, it was a bunch of friends and everyone was from different countries. This particular dish, there was rice in there. So I knew it was rice, but it was some kind of meat. And I noticed that everyone kept saying, hey, give this a try, give this a try. And I think they knew that I didn't really eat a lot of different things. So they were kind of like trying to trick me into eating it which I thought was kind of funny. So yeah. as I was eating it, the meat was like really, really chewy. And I kept saying, wow, what, what is this? Like, I, you know, because I had never had it before. Um, and I don't remember the name of the dish. So after everyone stopped laughing, they said, well, you know, it's a traditional dish. And I forget which South American country it was, but it was the uh, intestines. Nice. The small intestines, uh, but it was cut up in little pieces. So it just looked like, you know, maybe bits of bacon or something like that. And for me, okay, I ate the first few bites, but for some reason I just knew it wasn't, you know, something I would normally eat. <laughs> the thing that always makes me stress, you go, you go across the border to France, right? It's 20 miles across the channel. You go to the supermarket, they have horse. We don't eat it. Wow. We don't, yeah. you know, but that's Anglo-Saxon culture, same as ours, you know, very similar lifestyle. They eat horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't eat horse here. In the United States, at least. <laughs> I don't think they do in Ohio, Mike. <laughs> I, have not, I have not heard anywhere that they eat horse. So apparently, <laughs> probably, probably across the channel to France to do it. Big deal for us, but yeah. Yeah, uh, question four, I believe. It might be Kevin, so. Yes, I'll go with that spiked hairdo there. The, the, the punk rock lady, yes. <laughs> what will always be in fashion no matter how much time passes? I would I would say some types of haircuts, like if you just go with a basic medium kind of haircut, not all the way bald, but not too long, not going past your ears, kind of like the safe zone and... You know, of course, someone can recognize you're not too too stylish, but as the times change, as they go from bald to spiky type haircuts, um, curly haircuts, or long, you know, flowing hair, I think if you kind of stay right in the middle where it's I don't, kind of I don't think you, John. <laughs> I, I always find hair a bit of an inconvenience, um, but uh, I don't think haircuts have ever come up before. No. <laughs> no. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Michael, you get the same question, which is a point like What would all be in fashion no matter how much time passes? Uh, again, I'm not going to go with physical, but I would say politeness. Um, oh. And yeah. so, you know, th those do fluctuate, absolutely. But I think that 
it, it's something in us that we adults um, have this concept of what's polite and we try to teach our children to be polite. And I think that's true across all cultures and all times. And so I really think that, again, no matter how much time passes, being polite, using your manners, uh, you know, these days saying please and thank you, um, it's always yeah. going to be very, in- very funky saying please and thank you, I'll tell you. I've had that conversation recently is some people get upset that the younger generation is not saying please and thank you. And my answer is, well, you know, let's re-examine what's polite. And so, you know, it does change with time. Absolutely. But some yeah, that is true. Cultural norms become different. Come at what's accepted is different. Very true. Uh, and the final question, and this is a, I don't know if you can see that, it's an old-fashioned computer game, a scooter, car in a caravan, or the flag of Spain. Let's do the old-fashioned computer game. Uh, what always cheers you up when you think about it? <laughs> you know, it, it's too easy for me. So my family and my dog. My dog is super cute, and uh, she sticks around with me. And then my my two kids, my daughter is 17, plays soccer. So love watching her do that. She's about to graduate from high school and wants to take a gap year. She wants to travel to Australia, South Africa, and Brazil. Nice. And her son, who is off at college now at Ohio State, uh, started out thinking he was going to do physics and is now doing psychology. Um, and I think that he should do the physics of psychology. Um, <laughs> there's some really cool and interesting stuff on that. To be honest, I, I never had heard of it, but yeah, there's some super cool things in that arena. If there's a professor of physics of psychology who wants to get on the show, then get in touch. Right? We'd Absolutely. Definitely, yeah. We'd definitely have you on. And we'd probably do like a one-off episode with you. What always cheers you up? Um, I'd have to go with the same thing with family. Um, I have uh, an older nephew and uh, a little nephew and a little niece. And just when I'm babysitting them or hanging out with them and you can just see that they're learning things for the first time or just ask you funny questions. So, you know, anytime I think of my interaction with, with uh, family, especially the, when they're younger because they see things a lot differently, that always uh, cheers me up or bring, brings a smile to my face. It's also where they learn things of what is polite and what is not polite comes from. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely, Not definitely. Parents, but you kind of wired a family, aunties and uncles and grandmas and granddads and yeah, know, next door neighbor, local community. That's where that. Yeah. And I have a saying: kids are victims of their parents. It's mm. <laughs> one of my sayings. Um, <laughs> right, okay, we're out a bit, a bit early. Little nephews are great, aren't they? We we've got a little nephew, and he's he's good fun. Um, yeah, good stuff. Right, that's it. So. Uh, <laughs> Here, Kevin, you tied that into my previous answer. That that is key. <laughs> that was awesome. Man. So uh, what you got to do is work out, listener. If you've got your piece of paper and your pencil handy, which you should have, having listened to this show, uh, if you think that uh, Michael was the winner and should go through to the next round, you've got to send an email to Michael at FunkyThinkers.com. And ditto, Kevin. If you think uh, Kevin won, send an email to Kevin at FunkyThinkers.com. Uh, and you're not added to any list or anything stupid like that. You will just get an acknowledgement and um, that's it. Michael, thank you so much for being on. How can we find out more about you and contact you and buy all your stuff? Absolutely. 
thanks for having me, Jonathan, and great to meet you, Kevin. So, uh, I'm, as I said, I'm working on Cincinnati Hacking Homelessness, so that's CincinnatiHackingHomelessness.com, or email me at info at CincinnatiHackingHomelessness.com, or look for me through Jonathan's Connections on Facebook and LinkedIn. That's it. Kevin, how can we find out more about you and buy all your films? Oh, yes, uh, Michael. As a uh, great, great work with working with you on this uh, nice little project here. Um, the way to find my films is if you go to Amazon.com and then it's for, forward slash V like video and then forward slash write my last name W R I G H T. My website is my full name Kevin Douglas Wright.com. So that's K E V I N D O U G L A S W R I G H T.com. Fantastic. We'll link to all those in the show notes. Uh, gents, thank you so much for being on. Uh, and we'll see you, listener, back for Series 2, Episode 2. Thanks so much, and speak okay. soon. Hi, thanks so much for making it to the end of this episode. If you've enjoyed it, please share it with your friends. I have a few people you might want to share it with. Your partner, your parents, your grandma and granddad, your neighbours, your hairdresser, your tea lady, your gym instructor, your swimming coach, postman, the bin man, your cat, your dog, Father Christmas, Mr Trump, Mr Putin, Cristiano Ronaldo.